0: This is Brain Diet, episode number seven. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. I know I start out every episode and talk about how happy and excited I am to be recording, but it is so true that I am always so excited to talk to you, to record content. I feel like my mind is constantly on a train of thought of content where I'm like having to slow myself down to be like, okay, we're only posting once a week. (laughs) You have to like exercise some constraint here, but I'm just so excited to share content with you. I love... Talking to you and sharing my thoughts, and hopefully, it is helpful. I love what I do. And if you have listened and found anything remotely helpful, please leave me a review. It would be so meaningful to me if you did that. Um, it's super easy to do in the podcast app or however you're listening. Leave me a review, it would be awesome. I really appreciate it. Today, we are talking about self care in a crisis right now we are in a time collectively where everything as a society looks really different jobs are different people are losing their jobs school is different people are homeschooling hospitals are different people are being very vigilant with you know germ control and testing who's entering facilities and all of that kind of thing and our brains are designed to look for problems And when it finds them, it can often go into total survival mode and thinking for the future and thinking toward what would benefit you in the future and anything for your overall well-being, it can absolutely just go right out the window when you're in that survival mode. People tend to just totally hunker down and try to survive. Any forward thinking is totally nixed. So self-care can often take a backseat in a crisis. But self-care is more important now than ever, because you have it available to you to control your mind when you can't control the world. Now, we can't ever control the world, but it is more evident than ever right now that we can't control the world, that we can't control our external circumstances. And so that's why it's so important to exercise mind management and self-care in a crisis because you are reminded that the only control that you do have is your mind. But you can't do that. You can't exercise mind management. You can't exercise self-care if you are neglecting yourself in the first place. Now I want to explain to you a little bit about humanity. I know in our previous episode we talked about being human and Our experience as a human being on planet Earth, it isn't supposed to be a vacation. And our brains will tell us that things are only good and things are only the way they should be when we don't have obstacles, when we don't have trials, and when everything is all good, right? That's what our brain tells us, that obstacles means that things are wrong and that the world should be better than it is. Okay, but that's a total lie. Human life isn't supposed to be happiness all the time. We came to the earth to have an experience that half the time totally sucks and half the time is awesome, right? So I want to offer to you the idea that there is more to a crisis than just making it through. There's more to a crisis than just believing that everything is wrong and just waiting until it gets better and until it passes, There's so much more to a crisis than just hunkering down and surviving. Now, I send out a weekly email. It's called Thursday Thought Play. And it's something that if you want to receive, you can go onto my website, um, taylorannmacy.com, and you can sign up to receive those weekly emails. And I kind of just share some thoughts. It's really usually short and quick. And I definitely respect your inbox space. And I don't overload you with spam. It's just a weekly email. But in one that I sent last week, I wanted to talk a little bit about it because I got some good responses from it. And I really liked the content of it and hoped that it would be helpful for you listening. So I talked about how we are in new territory. And like I said earlier, you know, employees are working from home and parents are homeschooling and healthcare workers are working overtime to ensure our health and safety. And they are heroes right now. Now, my husband is a recruiter and he has been working from home and his company has implemented a temporary hiring freeze. Now at first, you know, that can sound a little bit scary, like, oh, they're not hiring. It must mean that the company's going to fail because they're not able to hire and, you know, facilitate economic growth and yada, yada, yada. But this was what was so amazing is he told me that they had implemented a hiring freeze And then he said, yeah, they've had the recruiters working on internal processes instead of hiring. They're kind of restructuring and refining all of the internal processes that are usually kind of lower on the priority list because hiring tends to be more important. And so with implementing this hiring freeze, they are now kind of going internal and, you know, addressing what could be improved. And I was so impressed by that because my husband's company, Ben's company, and, you know, his position specifically are using all that is going on as an opportunity to grow and to come out with new and better processes than what they had before. And what I want to extend to you is an invitation to consider how you can use this new territory for new opportunities. And to question, what can you do now that you haven't been able to do in the past? And this was a big caveat that I included in the email, but whether you are less busy than ever or more busy than ever, consider what is new and different and how it can work in your favor. So if you are in that camp of being less busy than ever, consider how you can connect more with your loved ones. If you are working from home, consider how you can learn new things at your job and within your position. And if you are more busy than ever, this is the first opportunity that you have had like this to truly show yourself what you are made of. Now is kind of the time to do what you haven't had time for. Even if that means totally working your butt off and showing yourself what you were capable of that you never had any idea that you were capable of. <laughs> because right now, with all of the changes and all of these new norms, pain is likely inevitable. Change can be painful for us, whether it's emotional or there can be some physical pain in change. <laughs> but with all of this change, the pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. What ends up happening is When we are in pain, we start to think thoughts that make us feel emotional pain even more. We start to layer emotions because of mismanaged thoughts. And that is where self-care comes in. Self-care is noticing the thoughts that are going on in your brain and telling them that everything is gonna be okay. It's allowing those thoughts to be there, but it's also reminding yourself that you are alive and that you are safe. Now, as a weight coach, it's very important to me that I address the aspect of self-care with what you are eating. Because when it comes to diet and health, you might find yourself somewhere in this mental cycle that I'm going to talk about. So in this mental cycle, you might start out by saying, health just isn't important to me right now. Survival is important. So then you go from that to I'm in survival mode. I'm on autopilot. I'm just going to eat mindlessly without any type of forethought. And then you go to screw it all, eat, drink, and be merry while we can. Okay, but then what's going to happen that you may not be there yet, but when this all ends, the fourth part of this cycle is what have I done to myself? Because everything that we are going through right now, all of these changes and temporary inconveniences, it will end. This will end and when it does, at that point is when you will find yourself saying, what have I done? (laughs) So when you find your brain offering you the thought, health just isn't important to me right now, I want you to really question yourself. In fact, I want you to call BS on your brain because when you are making the decision to buffer away from all of your emotions with food, and when you are making the decision to neglect your health, I really suggest having a conversation with your future self. Because whoever you are in the future is going to be an accumulation of all of the decisions that you make right now, because that future self is either going to be benefited or disempowered by those decisions that you are making. Now, like I said in the beginning, when we identify problems, we go into that survival mode and thinking about that future self, thinking about the gifts that we want to give to our future self that would benefit that future self, it kind of goes out the window if we don't think consciously about it. So that's why it's so important to really think about your behavior right now, about how you're thinking right now, and how it will affect you in the future. Now I want to talk about something that's been kind of interesting that I've been noticing in people's thought patterns is right now this is kind of a new norm and there are changes and adjustments and we're seeing inconveniences and all these types of things and we are stressing ourselves out because we want it to be like it was before. We want our lives to be the normal that they were before this all happened. But the truth is, it's never going to go back to that normal because we are going to have gone through this incredibly refining process as a society and as individuals that will cause us to become different people. And you ultimately get to decide who you get to come out of this as whether you are benefited and stronger, or if you are weakened and afraid. Another thing that I want to point out is before, if we go back to before this all started happening and we were living our normal lives, we still had stress. There was stress that was happening before all of this, and there is the stress that is happening now. So notice that the circumstance is changing, that the norm before all of this happening and then the norm that is our day-to-day life now, those circumstances have changed, yet your thoughts are still causing you to be stressed. So this goes to show that our thoughts will follow us despite changing circumstances. Those thoughts might sound a little bit like, I just don't have time to be healthy or I don't have time to take care of myself. So whether it was before this all happened and you were thinking those things because you were busy with work and you were busy with your family, or whether it's now because of all these changes and being home and working from home and job loss and all of it, your brain is still offering you the thought, I just don't have time to be healthy or take care of myself. Regardless of the circumstance, you are convincing yourself that now is not the time. And that is where I want you to call BS on your brain that's just an excuse. If it wasn't the time to take care of yourself before all of this started happening and it isn't the time now to take care of yourself, now that all of this change is happening in our society, then when is the time? Question your brain and really, really consider why it is that you continue to think that. Because my belief is now is always the best time to take care of yourself. Now is always the best time to start the journey, to better your health, to better your mental health, now is always the time. So what if now really were the best time to start taking care of yourself? What if now were the best time to make some real and lasting changes? What if now was the best time to go internally and restructure some of those processes that needed to be looked at? And in that realm of weight loss, what if now were the best time to really go internally and figure out everything that is going on in your mind and in your emotional realm about your weight loss and your weight and your self-confidence and all of that? What if now were the best time to go internally and to look at all of that, to restructure that so that by the end of this crisis, by the end of this social distancing, you could come out as a better person? Now, self-care is not numbing out with food. Self-care is not eat, drink, and be merry. And as much as it might feel like a really good thing in the moment, there is always a net negative when you have that mentality. Once that mindless eating is over or once that binge is over, those negative thoughts and those negative feelings will inevitably resurface. And odds are they'll be even stronger, so you'll have to compensate even more with food the next time things get hard, which will create an even greater net negative effect. Self-care is doing things for your greater good. It is doing things that will benefit that future self. Self Self-sabotage makes things easy in the moment and a lot harder in the future. Self-care makes things uncomfortable in the moment, but so much easier in the future. Like exercise is a prime example here. It is so much easier not to do, but we miss out on the overall health benefits. But when we do it, it's really uncomfortable. But it makes us in the future so much healthier and so much stronger for it. Working on your mental health is the equivalent of exercise. It's uncomfortable because we have to acknowledge what we sometimes don't want to see especially when it comes to food and emotions. Most of us don't want to be uncomfortable. We just want to eat our way through boredom and our panic and our fear. And we might feel better temporarily, but it comes to bite us in the butt because there isn't enough food in the world to solve for our emotions. We have to take care of our minds in order to figure out our emotions. That is why as a weight coach, food has so little to do with it. It is so much more a matter of taking care of your internal self, taking care of your mind and really addressing what it is that is causing you to emotionally eat, to overeat in the first place. So in order to take care of our minds, we have to notice what thoughts we're thinking and what emotions those thoughts are making us feel. And just because a thought might be true, something like there is a virus spreading across the world that is killing people, doesn't mean you need to keep thinking it. Self-care is noticing the thoughts that are harming you, even if they are true thoughts, but noticing those thoughts that just don't serve you and letting them go. Now, if you find your mind running wild, the first place to go In this self-care process is to stay in the present moment and acknowledge simply what is. For example, I am sitting in a chair. I am talking into my podcast microphone. I can feel the ground underneath me supporting my feet. I am taking a breath of air. I am looking out my window. Another thing I like to do is when I am in bed at night, I notice the physical aspects of my bed and my blankets. I feel the strength of the mattress cushioning my body. I feel the blankets touching my joints and my muscles and I stay very present with exactly where I am. I notice each breath that I take. One of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, talks about how so few of us have the coronavirus, but so many of us have corona brain, where our brain is freaking out and acting like it's sick and like it's dying and everything is going wrong because everything is different right now. And the proper medication for corona brain is being present. Acknowledging what is true for you right now. You are alive. You are listening to this podcast. You are safe. You are taking breaths of air. So take care of your Corona brain, my friends. And if you need some help, I am here and ready to help. I'm offering free mini sessions. You can find all of that info on my website at taylorandmacy.com. Self-care is the best gift you can give yourself right now. Be mindful, be present. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week, everybody.